Welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast, where you'll learn how to grow and innovate your business one step at a time from successful business owners. And here's your host, Brad Turbill. Hi there, it's Brad Turville here from BJT Financial. So we've been off the radar for a couple of weeks now. I'll be honest, we had a little hiccup with our website, which meant we couldn't blog, we couldn't post articles, we couldn't even access the website and log into the WordPress back end. And what that also meant was that we couldn't podcast. Now, the reason this happened was I was using a web developer overseas and I had been doing it, let's say, on the cheap, and it came back and and came back to bite me. And so I know some premium developers that do a great job over at superfastbusiness.com, and I was happy to, to lash out and get them on the job to fix things up. And so that was a great um, case for me to really understand something called pay now or pay later. And what that means is, well, sometimes if you don't pay the premium now, okay, so you take the cheaper avenue Sometimes you end up paying even more down the line just to fix you up or, or get you back on track. And that's what happened to me. I'd been taking a bit of the cheaper option and the whole website crashed. So then I had to go back and pay a more premium team to fix the problem. And if I had have just got them to do it from the start, then it would have been done right. It would have saved me you know, money in the long run and we wouldn't be facing this problem. So that was the lesson that I took from that. What I wanted to share with you today was something about how not to sink your small business. So I've seen a few businesses recently that have come in and we've had a little bit of a look under the hood and, and seeing what's going on in there. And a handful of them have been uh, in a situation where they're very much reliant on only a few clients. Okay, so a smaller amount of clients uh, make up a large portion of their revenue, okay? So if any one client makes up more than 20% of your revenue, then things are starting to get a little bit risky, okay? Risky as in um, if they if they leave you, and, and that could be for any reason, um, they, they might outgrow you, you might outgrow them, uh, they, the person you report to might, might leave or might have a new management structure, they may no longer want your, your product or service. Someone might come in that's a savvier business, that's more innovative, that's, that, 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 that's got better sales people and better marketing. Um, they might price cut you. Whatever the case may be, if you lose a client and let's say they make up 30% of your revenue, well, that's going to hurt. That's a big dint in your revenue and you're still going to have teams to pay, rent to pay, still got to put food on your own table. So... What I want you to do is have a look at your business. Now, as business owners, you're going to know the type of client you have, and you're going to know if there's a few clients in there that make up a large portion of your revenue. When I first started my accounting firm, I did have a large client that I did a lot of work for every month, and they were greater than 20% of my revenue. And so my goal from there was the the next let's say, influx of clients I bring on are going to be uh, not not in that type of 
position, okay? They're going to be a little bit smaller, still within the type of people I want to work with, okay, but not very big clients because if I had have just taken on a couple of very big clients, then I would be deemed to be in a, you know, quite a risky situation because if one fell off or, or, or two, you know, could be anything outside of your control, you know, nothing to do with you and how good of a job you do, if they decide to leave or, or they go bankrupt, uh, they go into liquidation, whatever the case may be, you're now left high and dry and that can sink your business overnight. You've got teams to pay, creditors to pay, the ATO to pay, bang, you've got now cash, you've got no client, you're gone. So have a look at your business and if there's clients in there that are very big, we want to try and reduce the percentage of revenue that they make up. Okay, This represents a risk to you in your business. So what does that really mean? Well, when you're looking at a business from a valuation perspective, from a I'd like to sell this business, you know, in five years, in, in 10 years perspective, or, or if you're trying to raise capital to, to build the business or bring some investors on board to build the business, you'll have to go through a business valuation. And part of the business valuation is a theory and a framework called the Porter's Five Forces. Okay, I'll put, a, I'll put an image of it in the show notes. And the Porter's Five Forces is, is basically a framework that you can work through and, and that we work through when we're analyzing a business. And one of them in particular we're talking about here is called the bargaining power of customers. Okay, so when analyzing a business, we want to look at the business, we want to see, well, how much bargaining power do the customers have over this business? So what does that mean to you? Well, that means if you've got a handful of clients that make up a large amount of your revenue, there's a good chance that they're going to know that. They know they've got you hamstrung. So they can tell you what to do, when to do it. They can tell you how much they're going to pay you. They're going to tell you when you're going to come and work for them and when you're going to leave. So it's almost like you've got a job again. You know, you've given up all the things that, that you love about having a small business. Okay, I believe a small business should reward you richly in time and money. Okay, that's what I believe in. But if you're working with some big clients and they're dictating the time and the money, well, that's sort of going against everything that, that that you believe in. So by accepting and 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 looking at the fact that I'm in the position I'm in and I have got maybe some clients like this, what can I do? Well, don't fire them because you know they are producing a lot of revenue. But as you're marketing your business, let's try and reduce the risk of their bargaining power down. Okay, I'll give you an example. Let's say you turn over $500,000 per year. Okay, so in the overall scheme of things, you're a relatively small business. And the great thing about that position is if you're turning over less than a million dollars, you need to do more sales, more marketing, and be more scalable. Okay, you're turning over $500,000, and let's say your average client is $5,000. Okay, that means you'd have 100 clients paying you $5,000, and there's your $500,000. Now, if you have a couple of clients leave because naturally some will leave, um, you might make a few changes in the business and, and, and that might work for them anymore. Let's say 5% of them uh, leave, okay? Uh, look, even let's say 10%. So 10% of those clients leave. That represents 10 clients out of 100. And 
what's that going to do for your business? Well, you know, it's going to drop your business from, from 100 clients down to 90 clients. Not exactly going to flatten your business, right? But if you're, if you're reliant on, um, let's say, only five clients, uh, let's call it 10 clients. Let's say you've got 10 clients paying you $50,000 a year. 10 by 50,000 is your $500,000. So still you're making the same revenue, but now instead of 100 clients, you've only got 10 clients. Well, if two of those clients leave, you've now taken a $100,000 drop in revenue. Okay, that's if only 2% to leave. Um, if we use the last example where you know a, a good chunk of them leave, let's say half of them leave, well, you've now lost half your revenue. That's gonna hurt and that'll probably sink your business. So what's the bargaining power of your clients? By having a business that isn't reliant on big whale clients that bring in a lot of the revenue, you are de-risking the business. It's going to make it more comfortable for you uh, going forward. It's going to be a more saleable business and you're not going to have the risk that one of these big guys may leave one day. So the action item is go away, have a look at your business and start putting things in place um, to, to de-risk, to get rid of the really big clients and you know, to bring on some more of your, your perfect uh, type of clients. Thanks for listening to We're only about a month away from Christmas. You know, we're at the end of 2015 now. So I'm going to be releasing some more Christmas time, end of year related articles and podcasts. Um, because of a lot of businesses, it's very seasonal. You know, tourism and retail and hospitality businesses um, start to boom. Okay, so there's a lot of work. They have to buy a lot of products, more opening hours, but also need more staff. Also, their December activity statement's going to be a lot bigger. And then for other businesses like us accountants and lawyers and finance brokers and real estate agents, well, this is usually a bit of a quiet time. So, some of your team will want to go on annual leave. You'll have skeleton scarf on. Cash flow is really going to go down. So you don't want to really go out and go nuts and spend a whole lot of cash flow because there's not exactly truckloads of it coming in. So I'm going to have a little bit of content like that coming in because I think it's good to know um, now that we're coming to that time of year. If you like today's podcast, please head over to bjtfinancial.com. Um, you can find out a little bit more about the Porters 5 uh, that I mentioned. It will be on the show notes. If you also haven't seen our checklist on the 11 ways your accountant should be working with you, head over to bjtfinancial.com. You can download uh, the ebook. It'll give you the 11 ways that we work with our clients and that we believe every accountant should be working with their clients. So download the checklist. You can run your accountant through it. Make sure they stack up. Thanks for listening today.